0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Steamy Sex Story Podcast. Short sex stories. Bite-sized story. For the ones in a rush, link in the description. Check them out for a quick smile to your face. Welcome to my friends erotic stories podcast reddits best erotica where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness our girl of the story Alexis Texas check her Instagram link below while listening to the story.
1: The next story is posted by user The Gold Rush from R slash Erotica. The title of this post is In the Closet. Sit back and enjoy the story. I always thought when Jerry died, I'd be the first one to see it. Not that I'd go out of my way to be there. He always tried to relive the glory days, picturing himself back on the field, hitting his fifth home run or sliding into home plate to close a game. We had been together for as long as I remember, even if I wasn't sold on the idea. He made a point of inviting me out to every party he threw, which at least made high school bearable for me. I wish I could say I stayed in touch after graduation, but I'd be lying. Jerry never gave up, though he called me up whenever he heard I was in town, and sometimes I'd even stop by to drink a few rounds with him. He talked about the same stuff, as always. The big game of our last year and how we brought the win home, it got repetitive, but I kept enough alcohol in my blood to numb out the monotonous parts. I tried to keep a low profile. When I pulled up at the funeral home, everyone knew everyone who was coming, but I still tried to keep to myself. I sat in my car until I saw the crowds outside die down, which took a while. Jerry might not have reached far in life, but he was a local hero in smaller towns like this. To snub out my cigarette, I pushed the end into the ashtray and fanned out the smoke. If anyone smelled it on me, then so be it. I was lucky enough that my suit still fit after all these years, although the pants were slightly shorter than I remembered. Tucking my cigarette cartoon into my jacket pocket, I swung open my door before making the long, solemn walk up the cobblestone path. People whispered when I walked past them. A few good-natured. While others spun rumors, I heard a thousand times before. I didn't mind them. It's the ones who hurry to me, sobbing and rubbing my shoulder to soothe me that turn my stomach. Some of them had grown up and out since I saw them before. But there's always something in their faces I recognize. A far to thin woman with short red hair and glasses made her way to me. I could see wrinkles in her skirt and tell she had only recently reapplied her mascara. She started bawling as soon as she reached me. Oh, Jos. It's so horrible. I can't believe he's gone. Neither can I. I started simply. I'm sure he'd be happy to be surrounded by so much love from the people he knew. She looked at me pitifully for a moment, using a pink handkerchief to wipe her tears. With a satisfied nod, she made her way into the funeral home to find someone else to whimper to. I suppose. I stepped through the double-wide doors and got lost in a sea of grieving people, muttering their condolences, to each other while promising to stay in touch. I made myself greet a few and shake hands with the rest, but it's hard to put my heart in it. Ever since I got the call, I had a hard time staying focused for reasons I can't place a finger on. I like Jerry, but I never imagined myself losing sleep over him before. Tough as it was for me to admit, I guess he affected me just like everyone else. Although I can say for sure not everyone here is someone he knew. A lot of them came for their selfish reasons, such as gossip or attention. I never liked funerals since mom died and I learned how much there really was to them. At times it's a more social event than a peaceful ceremony for the departed. As soon as I reached the doors to the main hall, I kicked myself for coming this way. I knew Jerry's mother would be at one entrance, but I assumed she had filtered into the benches already. She spotted me before I could even change my path, hurrying over to me while trying to catch her breath and throwing herself into my arms. I felt her shaking and sobbing into my jacket, her fist balling up the fabric while she sniffled. On reflex, I embraced her even if I can't console her. She was a smaller woman roughly, a head shorter than me with long brown hair. Her eyes were the same shade of green as Jerry's. Sometimes you could mistake them for each other from a distance. A bitter hit my nose, and I knew she had been drinking something strong. Joss, you made it. He'd be so happy. He loved you like a brother. You know. I know, I know. I'm sorry I never called, but work started keeping me busy. A lie. I always knew something like this would happen, but I didn't want to believe it. She sniffed. It was either gonna be his liver or his lungs. She stiffened up in my arms, but relaxed again. I knew I said too much. Yet I didn't make myself apologize. Jerry took partying to a different level when he was the one paying for them. To me, it had been only a matter of time, and I knew that had been the same for everyone else. I entangled myself from Joss's mother and politely excused myself. My lips itched, telling me to light up a cigarette, but I held off. I only had a few left, and I knew I'd be needing them when this was over. I toy with the lighter in my pocket, staying near the second set of doors, I could feel myself zoning out when someone tapped my shoulder. I turned to face them with a sigh, but my somber expression opens up into a smile. Lana Simmons. We had been friends since middle school, even if we drifted apart as most do. It never stopped her from sending me Christmas gifts, so I often did the same. Seeing her here reminded me of how good time did for some people. Her hair used to reach around her lower back, but now she cropped into a sloppy pixie cut. The front ends dyed a deep shade of purple. She had the same fairer skin and warm brown eyes, even if her mascara was darker than soot. Her chest had filled out some more, which I knew she loved. I remembered she complained about them being too small when anyone else would have been happy with them. Regardless, they suited her figure even better now. Joss Clifford in the flesh. I almost didn't recognize you without your boyfriend hanging off your arm. She smirked and moved to stand beside me. Lana Simmons. I almost didn't recognize you without half the basketball team buried in your ass. I shot back. I'm married now, so I can't exactly be the same team player I was back then. Guess you're out of luck. We locked eyes for a moment, and I felt relieved to see her. She still had the same confident look in her eyes. I doubted she even batted an eye at anyone anymore. Although she'd always been like that. Not opposed to cutting someone down to size, even if that didn't earn her any friends. I never thought I'd see you married, especially to Wendell. Saying his name put a sour taste in my mouth. He buys me pretty things and treats me nice. That's all a woman can ask for these days. He's even giving the eulogy. They're really letting Wendell give the eulogy. God, I've been gone longer than I thought. Yeah, you have, but since he'll be busy on stage, that means I can give you something extra nice for next Christmas. She didn't need to tell me anything else. We waited until everyone settled in and her husband took the stage before we slipped out into the hall. I toyed with my cigarettes the whole time, so anyone who saw us figured we were going for a quick smoke. If they put two into together, then so be it. Morning does crazy things to people, including making wives cheat on their dotting spouses with guys like me. Lana checked a few of the open rooms before settling on the coach room. No one should bother us in here, she answered me with a shrug and dragged me inside. The coat room was on the smaller side, about the size of a household closet, but longer. It was lined with coats of all sizes on hangers that kept them from dropping to the floor. I reached out, brushing my fingers over some of them since the material caught my eye. You could tell the more expensive ones from the cheaper ones. And if I were still in my younger days, I'd have stolen the ones I wanted without a second thought. Lana must have caught the look in my eye because she caught my wrist and pulled it to her. None of that, sticky fingers. Your hands should only be here right now. She moved my hands between her legs and lifted her dark skirt. I needed no more instruction than that as I brushed my fingers over her underwear and across her entrance. Her thighs quivered for a moment, trying to draw themselves together, but she couldn't. I stepped in closer to take control. My leg worked itself between hers to force them apart so I can keep teasing her. With the door to the closet shut, This room felt suffocating, yet I liked the feeling. All I could hear was her breathing, and mine while excitement builds. I work my fingers more to gauge her reaction. Her face growing flush, while her knees shake and she pushes against me. She met my gaze and smiled. All I do is rub between her legs, feeling the fabric get wetter and wetter while it's sticking to my fingertips. Lana pushed herself against the far wall, chewing her lip and whimpering quietly as her body responded. Falling more and more in love with my touch. Until she's sopping wet. Moving with me. She ground down on my hand. Trying to draw more pleasure from them. Although I'm more than willing to give it to her. Shaking her underwear down her legs. I helped her step out of them before tossing them back towards the door. Watching her suck in a deep breath. I probe her bare pussy again and feel the heat ebbing into my touch. Every little thing seemed to work her up. Although I knew she's always been sensitive. When I think she had enough. I put some strength behind my fingers to help them slide inside. Her folds draw them in eagerly and squeeze down, soaking them from top to bottom. I could feel everything. Her pussy coiling around my fingers and the pool of heat building inside her from all that foreplay. She let out a quiet sob, then a laugh. You haven't lost your touch. I didn't answer her. However, I worked my fingers the rest of the way into her folds and curled them up. Her entire body stiffened for a moment before growing slack as her knees bowed. I pushed her back against the wall, using my body to pin her in place. She moans sharply against my ear as I pump my finger into her again and again. I never pegged Lana as submissive, but not many people couldn't get her to act like this. She told me that much herself, so it's fun to see all her confidence melt into desire. Knowing it's only for me, I had a cruel streak at my core, yet she didn't mind it. I could spit harness and obscenity at people without warning, but Lana still valued me. She's my best friend, so I intend to give back to her with this. Scrapping my finger over her G-spot, while my thumb pushed on her clit, she let loose a quiet scream as she came. Her hands leapt to cover her mouth when her voice returned and some of her strength along with it, letting her stand on her own. I unzip my pants and undo my boxers, letting out my cock. It's swollen and meaty, but I know it'll be satisfied. Not everyone cut it with me since I moved away, but Lana always did. Her eyes drifted down to my waist for a moment, taking in the sight before she straightened out, pushing hard to the wall with her legs spread wide. She knocked three coats down to the floor, but neither of us picked them up again. I moved in and stroked the tip across her entrance before surging forward. Her womanhood enveloped me like a glove, but tighter and hotter by comparison. All these years, and nothing could beat a puss like hers. I wish I could tell her that, but I know she'll let it go to her head. From outside, I can hear Wendell on the speakers, giving the eulogy while speaking highly of Jerry and their connection. I know I should be there honoring his memory, but every time I drove my hips forward into Lana, I forgot about all that. She thrashed and squirmed. Tearing at my clothes Her legs nearly gave out once or twice So I grabbed hold of them Lifting her and pinning her against the wall More coats tumbled to the floor As I focus on ramming my hips forward Again and again Listening to her stifled voice She fashioned coat sleeve into a makeshift gag Knowing that even over the speakers Someone could hear her I struggle by myself to keep quiet Swearing and cursing when the pleasure grows to be too much Losing myself every time she tightens up and the tip of my cock scrapped against her walls. My balls quiver as I feel them tightening up. I can feel Lana growing more frantic and swinging her hips outward to match my thrust. Our bodies come together with a sharp smack while we revel in it. The funeral service outside doesn't matter anymore. The fact hundreds of people we knew were just outside that door lost itself on us. Nothing could stop us from indulging. I savor the moment for as long as I can because I know what awaits me outside that door. More sobbing and crocodile tears from the eyes of people I never liked. Even with my thoughts clouded, I heard Lana yelp. I knew what that meant and when she pushed at my shoulders, warning me, I ignored her. I lunged forward with even more force. I buried myself in her tight cunt, needily letting it work my length before I draw out again. She shoved at my shoulders again. As her head snaps back. Slamming into the wall I felt her legs shoot up Kicking the last of the coats from the wall While she came with a muffled scream that only grows The sleeve falls from her mouth And her voice reverted off the walls Moving with purpose I pressed my lips over hers and smothered her voice She feels around my face For a moment then kisses me Whimpering as she shivers I can't hold back anymore either And with one last thrust I crash into her My balls emptied themselves as deep into her as they can as all the tension and tightness in my body leaves while I come. Lana let out a sharp cry, but she doesn't even draw back for a minute. Instead, she lets me fill her, until I'm satisfied. I broke the kiss first. You almost got us caught, loudmouth. And you came inside me, guess we're even. As we both relax, we still listen for the sound of people approaching. Even if only for a moment Lana had screamed, and someone might have overheard her. It meant someone could be standing just outside the door, but luckily no one came. The eulogy continued without a hitch, and we snuck out individually to get our seats back. If anyone figured out what we were doing, they said nothing. One thing I liked about small towns, people looked past the things standing right in front of them.
0: That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe to be notified for future uploads. Thank you to the Patreons that help this podcast run smoothly. You have been listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.